You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. In the spirit of reconciliation, we are theatre acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello, theatre fans, one and all. Welcome back. It's 2023. We are here with a brand new episode of the show and we are back for a brand new year here of the We Are Theatre podcast. Today, I'm joined by a good friend of mine who also happens to be the face behind my social media. Tyler, hi. How are you going? Good. (laughs) I am really excited about this one, guys. So um, for those of you that don't know, Tyler joined me. Oh, when was it? When was Bonnie? We're looking August, I think something like that last year um, to make my social media look nice and pretty um, just because, you know, she's the queen of Instagram when it comes to theatre. I wouldn't say queen, but <laughs> <laughs> um, How did you get into the theatre world? What was your introduction to this God. world? Uh, well, it started when I was really little. I did dance from the age of two. And my mum was always into musical movies, Grease, Hairspray, everything like that. The classics. Always, yeah, <laughs> always watching them from, like, the get-go. And I had friends a bit older than me who were in high school and they always did their, like, high school production. So I always went to watch them and I was just obsessed, just obsessed with the whole thing. I loved it. And, yeah, then when I got older got my own job I realized hang on I can see these whenever I want however many times I want and I just went from there now I'm here (laughs) yeah so we first ran into each other what like oh nearly four years ago now during six's first time around Australia um so that's where we first kind of got in contact um that was probably when we both kind of picked up and were at a a show, whether it be the same show, probably every weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, we still kind of do that. It's a, it's a. Is it a treat or is it a burden? No one really knows. But um, I'd say it's a lifestyle worth living. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. I reckon Frozen for me, like when Frozen came around, that was when I started. Yeah. To back shows every weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. when that, that's when it really skyrocketed. Yeah. What yeah. was what was your first show that you saw? Do you remember your first show that you um, saw professionally? Professionally, it was yeah. Wicked. Of oh. course, it was Wicked. Isn't it everybody? It was everyone's. But- mine wasn't. Mine was King, uh, mine was Mary Poppins. Actually, the oh, first time it came around. Yeah. My I first was- show was like just a local production of Oliver Twist, but my first professional show was Wicked. So and, yeah. good. As it does for everyone, it changed my life and it got me into theatre and yeah. now I'm a beast. <laughs> Here we are. Um, were you ever an onstage person or you've always been? Never in musicals. I yeah. dance, but I just am not vocally talented like that. So I've never, <laughs> ever tried the singing, acting thing, but dancing, yes. But yeah. I'm I'm an audience member. Okay, beautiful. Um <laughs> Can you list your top five shows for me? Yeah, look, we're going to big questions. Okay. They, <laughs> change, they change all the time. Yeah. Are we doing top five shows I've seen or top five, like, mm. just... Okay, let's go. Let's 
top five you've seen just to see how on par we are. Okay, these are in no particular order because okay. I can't choose. They're like choosing children. We're, we're not doing. <laughs> we're not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, okay, so Wicked, obviously number yeah. one, always and forever. Uh, Moulin Rouge is in the top five. We're gonna we're gonna deep dive into a few of these shows, guys. I feel like we need to get some stuff off our chest. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, oh gosh, I think the Wedding Singer for me, like the Australian production. Okay. Always really special to me. Um. Six. Yeah. Top five. And oh my god, I can't pick another one. But I've seen maybe cruel intentions, just because it's so um, fun. Yeah. Just, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Vibes. No, okay, anyway, so, am I top yeah. five for now? Um, okay, let's let's deep dive into a few shows that have been here recently because we've probably seen them inside out back to front to the point where we could probably step in for some people if they yeah. got injured. Um, <laughs> let's, let's start with Moulin Rouge because that show, my God. Um, Next level. Wait. Yeah. So I saw it on Broadway and then saw it three times in the one trip. Cause I was like, this show is, Oh my God. And then when it got announced for Australia, I was like, mm-hmm. my wallet. It's going to be my personality trait. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What was your reaction the first time you saw it? Where were you sitting? Were you stalls, dress? Because we I feel were, like we're very similar in yeah. tickets where we both sit. Well, I was meant to see Moulin Rouge January last year and yeah. then things just kept keep coming up and I had to cancel, cancel, cancel. I was meant to see it like four different times before I actually did see it. And we had can-can seats all of those times. And then the one time I could see it, we couldn't get can-can, so we were in the third row of the stalls, yeah. which I think was better seeing it the first time. I'm glad we sat I there agree. the first yeah. time. But, like, my first reaction, like, the set, just yeah. walking in there, like, photos don't do it justice. No. Like, no. you see you can... on photos and you're like, oh, my God, that looks insane. But, like, actually seeing it in person. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've been to the show, what, like, seven, eight times and – I'm like, this is the photo I want and I can never take it. Like I've got some great photos of in there, but you just. Just seeing it with your own eyes is just. It's it's almost like Cursed Child where because the whole theatre has been revamped to it, like it feels so different as well. Like it feels like you're stepping into the Moulin Rouge, which is insane. Yeah, I think the whole like half hour before like the show started, we were just walking around like photos trying to get the shot and I was just like, Oh my god! Like I was, yeah, I was near yeah. tears. Like I yeah. could feel my eyes like burning, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm going next week, so I'm very. Oh, so I've got to get back before it closes. We've only got three weeks. Oh my god! Um, another big show for both of us is probably Frozen. Um, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be back when it it was the first show that reopened after COVID. Yeah. Um, and that show just Disney. Just do your thing, right? Like, you can't do anything wrong. Like, oh, my God. Um, that cast stacked costumes, incredible. Like, Had the whole thing. There was nothing to fault about like, that. Absolutely nothing. Like, literally from head to toe on that cast, like, the depth of, mm-hmm. oh, I cannot. They put that, together such a. That was such a good casting. Like, so good kind of sad now it's making me think that it's not here anymore and 
I know. I just like Especially it's why We've got so many like big shows closing and moving in the next couple of yeah. weeks too. Hamilton's about to leave Melbourne. Six is wrapping up in I Brisbane. I feel like for Frozen, it was the first show that opened back up. Like it was just always there. Yeah. Like for the last like two and a half years, whatever, how long it's been. Yeah. But now it's gone and it's like, oh. Like, yeah, hundred percent. I, so, oh, I want to see Frozen. Like, <laughs> I just book a ticket. Like, I can't. Oh, I will. I will never forget the first night back, and I had this chat with Sam. You guys are going to hear about this next week. Um, about the like that starting na 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 hey uh, na like when that started on the first night, everybody was sobbing and like so pumped and oh, I just love theater, bro. Um, what is it about theater that keeps dragging you back, like to multiple shows, like? I think it's unique for us where we go back and see a show seven, eight, nine, ten plus times. Um, what I see something different every night. Like even though it's the same show, what is it for you that keeps dragging you back and back and back and back? I'm the same. Well, for what I can never like place it. Like I know in my head why, but like yeah. it's just because I love it so much. Like I yeah. literally just don't like. I watch different people every time. Yeah. Obviously, when understudies and that go on, like, it's different every time. And, like, I don't know, I feel like for Australian shows, like, as we were saying, like, they're not around for very long. Yeah. And, like, you don't know whether they're going to come back to Australia yeah. or, like, when they're going to come back. Like so, the fact we're getting Wicked back this year. Yeah. Like, in my brain, I'm just like, what if I never see this show again? Like, yeah. Yeah, true. And I'm just 100%. like, go back and need to go back. And then, like, I'll be like, okay, this is the last time now. And then I'll get home and I'll be like, I can't. I have to go back. Oh, my God, that ticket's so cheap. It's the same <laughs> price as every other ticket. What do you mean? Ticketmaster, I'll just, like, have a look. And I'll be like, oh, hang on, there's one in, like, the second row and it's really cheap. Like, why not? I've seen it 12 times. Why not make it 13? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. What? I just love it. That's why I keep going back. What's been your favourite theatre experience? So far, we can go through a couple, but like if you had to sit down and think, holy crap, that was like really unique or special, like is there something that sticks out? I think obviously seeing Wicked for the first time when mm-hmm. I was eight, that I was just once I walked out of that theater, I was like, oh no, this is like, this is a thing now. What, was there a moment during the show where you're like, oh crap, or was it after that you were like, ah? I don't really remember a lot. Yeah. But um, I remember, like, my mum was telling me all what it was about because I was a massive Wizard of Oz fan. Yeah. So I knew it was, like, pre, like, Wizard of Oz, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And I was just obsessed with the plot. Yeah. And I knew Defying Gravity happened and I was just waiting for that moment. Yeah. And when it happened, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this Did, is, like. Have like- you had that type of moment, like, now older where you have the option to, like, go into things like social media and things like that. Did you have a moment where you're like, oh, cool, this is something I kind of want to pursue and just see as much as possible? Because um, I feel like it is definitely kind of a lifestyle you have to kind of commit yeah. to. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a massive task to... Pre-COVID, I was just doing like casual work at a supermarket. So I would just see shows when I could. Yeah. And mostly here in Adelaide, I think I travelled maybe twice to Sydney for shows. And then once COVID hit, I got a full-time job and I have weekends off now. 
So, and that was around the time Frozen was yeah. opening and doing all of that. And I was like, hang on, what what is stopping me from traveling to see shows? I've got the weekends off. I work during the week. The weekend is for theatre, and that's what I've done for the past three years now. So uh, this, this leads us into a really cool story. So the way Tyler actually joined the team was because I couldn't figure out where she was living anymore because she was in Sydney like four weekends back to back and and we ran into each other at Bonnie and Clyde and I was like, what the hell? Like, Hey, consider you're like, never, you're always at a theater. Mm Want to come and join me and make it a thing. Um, (laughs) I was like, are you here? Are you, where are you now? So um, yeah, it's, it's definitely like, it's a weird thing to commit to seeing shows consistently. Um, It's obviously a massive investment as well. Um, Yeah. But I think it's it's so worth it. Like just that feeling of being in a theatre. Like I love pro shots and like it just doesn't so hit the same. <laughs> and like, and like love- I'm not like for me it's not a commitment. Like I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Like I wouldn't want to spend my money on anything else. So yeah. it's not I'm not wasting money and time and just doing it for the sake of it. Like I genuinely just love it so much. And yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got a ton coming up this year. Uh, Wicked. We've got uh, and Juliet, Beauty and the Beast, which I'm still angry about because it's going to cost me a house mortgage to get tickets to, but we're not going to go into that on the show. (laughs) Um, But like some top quality shows, we're starting to see things come out like in, transfer straight off Broadway or the West End, yeah, mm-hmm. which is so freaking good. Hamilton, I'm looking at you taking five years to get out here. Dear Evan Hansen still hasn't been out here. Wait, oh, yeah, but that got cancelled for a good reason. Like I'll agree with the cancellation of that tour for the reasons it got cancelled. Um, but this is how invested we are, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, I could talk. I could talk about this stuff all day. How how much time do you find yourself spending on social media, like staying up to date with everything that's going on in the industry? Like, I feel like we just like we obviously know people from like being to shows so many times. Like, you get to know cast members and things like that. Um, but I feel like you also find out nuances in castings and things going on in the industry, do you find yourself trying to stay up to date with it or is it just like something that happens? I mean, my whole feed is just theatre. So whether I want to or not, it, I am, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With your own social media, how did your – because your TikTok is majority theatre. Yeah. Um, what was the decision behind that to kind of take that platform and go cool this is gonna be theater um, just a it's like the thing i love most and it's yep. the only thing i ever post about anyway <laughs> so that's kind of just what happened i didn't plan and b just to make more friends theater friends people yep. to talk to about theater that love it as much as i do and yeah it's worked i've gained heaps of friends yeah so- i think that's really cool i think that's a really good thing about the the f- musical theatre fandom here in Australia yeah. is that it's a very niche group 
And I feel like everybody to an extent knows everybody, at least most of the major mm-hmm. like social media people. Like if, if I think of the theater branded, even like people, everybody kind of knows each other. Cause we always bump into each other here and there, yeah. or we've been around for four years following each other through different shows and we've just ended up in weird circles. So it's a, a distinct group of maybe like 15, 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> like see the see shows 10 plus times travel for yeah. them social media yeah we love I, you guys there's definitely a distinct group yeah um what besides wicked what are you most excited for this year this year yeah um i really want to see milan rouge more because yes. i feel like i didn't give it enough time last year i haven't seen it enough so i definitely want to Mate, I was so excited. My last time I saw the show, I had double principal un- um, covers with Kalia and um, oh my god, oh what's his name? I can't remember his name, but Max? oh Max, thank you. Oh, you really won that night, didn't you? <laughs> and, I, and I was in Can Can. Oh, so it was just straight up. I was like, bro, that was just like peak, and I was yeah. like, this is so good. Um, we love a good understudy. Um, yeah. I will do anything to see an understudy any night. We got to see um, Patrice a couple of weeks ago. So good! Oh my! I've seen I've seen all three Australians, the teens, and I've seen, I think I've seen six now, the teens between Broadway. I had a different teen every night in Broadway, and I've seen yeah, all three nice. every night, three shows back to back on back to back nights. Different teen every night. That's so um, good. And our three, probably the best out of what I've seen. And that is a huge testament to Australian theatre because, like... I always, say, I always say our productions, like, the casting is just, like, next I, to none. Like, if we, if we look at, I reckon, Moulin Rouge and Frozen as two of the m- probably more recent, stronger castings could have transitioned straight into the Broadway or said and not skipped uh, a beat. Yeah. Like... The level that we've got going down here and how many new faces, like you look at Jagged and things like this, people that are, have been doing like those, sm- not smaller, but like not the national tours Yeah. now getting their chance on like these tours. So like the cast of Jagged now, like that was incredible. Like, oh my God, we've had so many good shows here recently. I love it. Yeah. Um so looking ahead, 2023, guys, just so you guys can get a bit of a rundown. First episode of the year, we'll shake out all the cobwebs. Tyler's going to be hitting up the socials, so she's going to make everything look pretty over there for whenever she's in a theatre and doing her theatre thing. I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be doing the same thing when I'm at shows. Um, the podcast, this show right here that you're listening to or watching on YouTube, is going to be airing every two weeks, we think. I think. I think. Yeah, Probably. <laughs> Every two weeks, unless we've got like an influx of episodes. So every fortnight, you're going to get an episode. The next one's going to be Sam Hagen, uh, f- which I am so excited about. That yeah. woman owns my heart. I love her to pieces. Um, that episode's going to be out in two weeks after this one. Um, every Monday or every second Monday, you'll hear it. If you guys want to see here or watch me cover any shows, I think that was the good way to wrap put that together. Um, let us know. 
we can't cover everything just with certain restrictions, things like that, but we'll try. Uh, I was going to say, if you want us to see any shows, but we'll pretty much be seeing every show. <laughs> so yeah, that's a bit, <laughs> a bit of a hard one. Um, but yeah, the place to be is going to be our social media. We're going to take this to the next level this year. Um, I start every year super committed to the cause and this year I'm going to stick to it. Yeah. Or try it at least. Um, that's why I've got Tyler on board to keep me uh, in check. <laughs> um but we'll always be around, which is super good. Um, if you could have any show come to Australia, what would it be? Any show that's not already booked, not Waitress. Let's, oh, we can also talk about Jamie because Jamie was a heartbreaker getting canned. Oh, that was uh, my Adelaide. Okay. okay. Can we talk about how good touring has been with going west? as well recently because Adelaide Perth has been getting hit with a lot of shows winning this year this year and last year so so good for your bank account too because no flights amazing don't start me on the flights that's a whole other thing but yeah it's so good to see all these tours making the jump and extending the tours out west which is incredible because that needs to be done um across the board but yeah any shows that you would like to see come out beetlejuice i mean <sighs> if that comes to australia the levels of feral i will go for that oh my god and i've always i don't think this will probably ever come to australia but i always loved that production of amelie with philippa sue mm. i just think it's such a beautiful show like if it went to like the haze or something like that just like yeah yeah I've always loved that show. Yeah. I hope, is Head Over Heels being rescheduled or is it cancelled? I've not heard anything about I that. Thought, I'm going to have to look into that. Because that was, that was at Hayes because I saw that on Broadway yeah. and it's about to go into the West End as well, off West End. Um, and that is an absolute banger of a show. Um, what else? What else would be cool that's come and gone? Um, just looking at my... Obviously, Dear Evan Hansen, but I don't think that's kind of – oh, it's a touring show now, pretty much. Cause I feel like it eventually will make it. Yeah, but it's already been like five years. True. Like <laughs> – Oh, my God, I can't even think. I bet as soon as I get off, I'll be like, oh, my God, this, this. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are the ones that stick out to Oh, me. Mean Girls? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I cannot believe – I feel disgusting for not saying that first guys mean girls that oh yeah it anastasia yeah i had cody simpson on as um oh really yeah he absolutely killed it like recast him in that role he was brilliant like i'm not even Mm -hmm. not even joking i was like come on bro like i remember (laughs) you when you were like a kid but absolutely smashed it it was so nice and lovely at stage door bring back stage door in 2024 maybe not 2023 but i miss stage door um what else do we want let's put it all into the universe so it all gets booked for 24 um i don't even know what's anywhere at the moment i'm just trying to think a lot of the major shows have just transferred straight out here which is so good 
Um, I'm just going to look up Broadway right now and see what's on here. <laughs> just do a little Google. Wouldn't Which, mind another tour of like Lion King. It's been a while since we've had Lion yeah, King up here. Neither have I. I missed it as well. Mormon could probably, no, Mormon was recent as well. Um, Phantom's done. So many good shows. I hope I, I would love Cursed Child to transfer from Melbourne. And I honestly hope that End Juliet isn't a Melbourne only show because that would break my heart. Um Hades Town? Yes, that's another one. I've never listened to Hades Town. I've only listened to one song, but I love the set. Yeah. I think that would do really well here. So many good shows getting um, revivals on Broadway right now too, just FYI for anyone's going to New York. ton of good things going on. Um, but, yeah, now we're going down our fandom side of things. But that's who we are, uh, and that's why we do this, because we love theatre. We are blessed with the opportunity to be in a theatre nearly every weekend. Um, so we want to share that with you guys because – for those of you that can't make it or can't see shows, we want to share the love and give you the opportunity to feel involved. So any input you guys have into what you want to see, hear from, do whatever, we'll try and make it happen. Um, we're going to look at expanding our team as well. I'm going to try and give Tyler some minions in other states. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be a fully fledged kind of running social media brand here. Yeah, literally. Um, but we're going to try and cover every production that comes to Australia this year. Yeah. Going to try. Um, <laughs> and we are kicking things off, I think, with Come From Away because it's coming to my hometown. First professional production in Newcastle in forever. Exciting. So excited. Um, shout out Come From Away for going. That one's coming to Adelaide too. And it's going to Canberra. <laughs> shout out to the ACT. Just got to get out to the Northern Territory and Tasmania are the only two states not getting sh professional shows this year, producers. If we can make it to Perth, we can make it to Tassie. Is how I'm going to say it. Um, yeah, I think so. We're, not that we'll make it happen, but we can put it into the universe. Um, so yeah, that's that's 2023 in a nutshell. Is Tyler and I doing our thing, sharing it with y'all, making a nice little happy family. Um, if you guys see something you love, like it, share it. If you see something you don't like messages and yell at us, but you know, we'll try our best not to do that. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add while you're here, Tara? No, just no? seeing shows. Keep doing theatre. Support small theatre as well as big yeah. theatre. You don't always have to go to the big national tours. There are some incredible companies. I only know the New South Wales ones. So um, Hayes, Riverside, things like that. Um, there's a few in Melbourne as well that I know of, um, but support small local theatre as well as your big national tours. And don't let not having someone to go with stop you from going. Go by yourself. Yes. Oh, let's go into tip of, I was going to wrap this episode up, but we're going to go into another mm -hmm. another little thing. Let's go tip, tip. I started going by myself and I was terrified. I don't know why. Like you literally just sit there. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I was so scared to go by myself, but I found it so much better going by myself, I think. Yeah. Because I always 
I worry too much about the person next to me. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm liking it. Like, when I, I take a friend to a show that I love, I like sit there and watch them watch the show, and I'm like, yeah. this isn't enjoyable at all. I'm not kidding. Oh my god, this is like one of my favorite parts. Like, are they liking it? Like, they're yeah. smiling. Oh my god, what are they doing? Yeah, so yeah. like going by yourself, it's so much fun, and you just get to take it all in without any distractions. You can, yeah. So don't let not having someone to go with stop you from going yeah. go by yourself. Um, let's go into some tips for either getting tickets or seeing shows. Um, oh, I don't even know where I'm going to start with this. Um, getting tickets, just don't worry about where you sit. Um, these shows are quite literally designed to make an experience enjoyable in any seat you're in. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard sometimes, especially like our social media you'll probably see a lot from the first couple of rows of the stalls or the most expensive seats. And that's just because we can afford that, but you'll find Harry Potter, for example, when I went, I was up the very back about six rows from the back, right up in the um, dress circle and had an absolute blast. Um, It's not always about where you're located. It's just about the experience you're going into to enjoy. If you think you're going to have a crappy time, you're going to have a crappy time. But if you're like, I'm going to really enjoy this, you'll find something to enjoy. I always find the seats like at the front on the sides are way cheaper than the best. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, especially like if we're looking at like the Capitol theater or the lyric, um, Mm -hmm. if you guys look, if you go to the Capitol theater, look at um, whatever's on there in the next couple of months, the middle block always the most expensive, but if you look into those side blocks in the first couple of rows, it's literally like half price to a quarter of the price. That's um, where we sat for Frozen most yeah, of the time, and I saw 100%. eighteen times in yeah. Sydney, and I would say probably twelve out of those times we were on the side. So good, slightly back. restricted. You might miss like the back corner, yeah. but, but again, like, like we've seen it. 12 times like yeah. missing that back corners you not- know what's going on there by the time <laughs> but don't let a restricted view tag determine uh, like deter you from those tickets like come from away for example they put their front row seats as restricted view because you can't see everyone's feet uh, gotcha. right in melbourne it was restricted view for front row and it was because you couldn't see people's feet and i was like oh well not really restricted is it but appreciate it neat but sure but yeah, I always find like I would rather sit on the sides and yeah. see four shows for yeah. the cost that it's gonna smack bang in the middle. Yeah, in the best seat, I would rather see it four times than once. Yeah. really good. So that's just my opinion, anyway. That's. And I think this also loops into your your local productions as well. Like you look at Hayes and Riverside, their tickets, the production quality, just as good. Like Bonnie and Clyde, Jekyll and Hyde, up Bonnie there with two Clyde of the. In, I saw what? Bonnie and Clyde eleven times. Bro, was, Bonnie and Cl- that. Let's pour haze. Then with the casting, another perfect guys. That, I got to see both Clydes, Blake and. Yeah, me too. Uh, oh, bro! I can't. We are casting things so damn well down here at the moment. It is so good. Shout out to all the casting directors. If you're listening or watching to this, you're doing a hell of a freaking job, guys. Um, 
yeah, like that show in that space, like it's unique. It's created an experience. Oh, like if you haven't, if you guys are from New South Wales and you haven't seen, or even if you're in a state and you haven't seen a show at Hayes Theatre, it that is was my first time at the Hayes, Bonnie and Clyde. Probably the so uniqueness. So the first show I saw was um, High Fidelity there, and that was just after Kinky Boots had finished touring and, like, half the cast of Kinky Boots was in this show. Yeah. And the front row seats at Hayes are literally right on the stage. So you, like, literally walk down onto the stage to get to the front row seats. And you could get up and walk. It was like a record shop, and you could walk in and go through the record bins, and the cast was out, like, mingling. Oh, my God. It was the sickest. Like, imagine Moulin Rouge but the stage is on the ground and you can walk all the way to the back wall. That's what this was. It was wild. So you're like mingling, going through all these old school records and then you sit and the show starts. It was insane. And that was the coolest, like, haze. Even Jekyll and Hyde, we were like on the little things, like on the stage. Yeah. And I had the cast walking around and it was like, you were in it. That (laughs) theatre is insane to it. and i feel like they've got some really cool shows coming this year as well yeah. um their 23 season is starting off with you're in town um yeah so woods is that going to be there too uh not listed on the website at the moment you're in town gentlemen yeah. prefer blondes i yeah. want it that gay metropolis the lucky country city of angels the lucky country is going to be incredible um that's Vidge's musical uh she's in it i think she wrote it music and lyrics by Vidge megan um so yeah that's a fresh aussie production so get to that one if you can because that is local theater um but that's the thing like these tickets the production the cast are nine times out of ten the same people that are touring these large national productions just doing small local theater because it's in between contracts, which makes it absolutely incredible to watch. And then even like with Bonnie and Clyde, half of that cast is now in national productions. Yeah. Um, Sarah Murr now in and Juliet. Um, Like it's so cool. Like, yeah. I'm so excited. 2023 is going to be a hell of a year, guys. They're like like big, break or whatever and like you get to say like I saw them in this little production like when they first started and yeah touring like yeah it's really cool and that's the thing like Jagged Little Pill like a lot of those people that was their professional debut and Mm -hmm. that that cast same with the Cruel Intentions cast most of them it was their debuts and all of them are so insane like and that's that's the cool thing we've got so much good talent now that I think it's going to be hard for like for a while there, you saw the same people in back-to-back tours um, for a little period, but now it's so hard with how many incredibly talented people we have in the industry here in Australia to do that, which is insane. And we're seeing some incredible people get leading roles straight off the bat as well, which is insane with, like, oh, I'm so excited and so pumped about the industry right now and where it's going. Um, shout out kind of to COVID for making people change the way they think. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
So exciting. All right, guys, before we waffle on too much longer, we'll wrap this up because we could literally sit here and talk all day. Um, but we might even look at maybe doing live sessions or something like that where you guys can come in and chat to us on like Instagram or something like that. Um, we might try and set up some guest appearances where we have some people. Um, we call in some favors from a couple of our friends and things like that to get them on so you guys can meet some incredibly amazing humans from the theater industry. Um, but this year is going to be as much about the shows that come as it is about the people in the industry as well. Um, we've got a lot of um, creators coming on uh, the fourth episode this year, I think, unless we have a show feature is going to be uh, Jillian from Hamilcast. So probably one of the bigger theater podcasts out there. Um, she's been running that show for years is absolutely an incredible human and I'm so excited to have her on um, but it's going to be about creators and people in the industry that aren't on stage as well as uh, those that we see which it's is going to be, be celebrated as much as exactly um, so yeah we're going to be trying to reach out to all our like costume designers uh, dresses makeup artists things like that um, oh how about what besides dance do you have any like background in theatre related things? None at all. So you're a dancer at heart. You can come yeah. on and chat dance and I'll chat everything else. So for those of you that haven't listened to episode zero, um, I started as a theatre tech. So sound lighting uh, and all the techie side of things. And then transitioned on stage where I danced full time for about a year and a half did a ton of shows and then uh, ended up transitioning into podcasting and bringing everything together. Also did a bit of makeup, hair, stage management, the whole lot. So that's why I started podcasting. Right in I, there. Yeah. <laughs> Got the knowledge behind. So when I talk, I'm not trying to pull things out of thin air. I've been there. I've done certain things that allow me to chat. So that's why I think this show is going to be really cool this year. Um, we'll try and maybe get Tyler back in to co-host a couple episodes throughout the year, um, depending on schedules and things like that. But before we go down another rabbit hole, because I'm really good at that, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, this is episode number one for 2023. This is just the beginning. If you guys are listening, watching, following along on any social media, hit that follow, like, subscribe, thumbs up, no thumbs downs, um, share, whatever it is hit the button, make sure you're turning on any notifications so you know when we're posting, sharing. It is all there. All the links to everything that you need to hear, see, smell, touch, feel down below. Don't know how we're going to do the last two, but we'll make it work. And we will be back in two weeks with Sam Hagen for episode number two of 2023. This is the We Are Theatre Podcast. Goodbye. wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. 
Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.